0: Okay, nurse dot listeners, are you ready to tie your laces and support an incredible cause? The Emergency Nurses Week 5K is coming to you virtually from october eighth to the fourteenth. This annual event is here to celebrate the extraordinary work of emergency nurses worldwide. All you need to do is walk, run, or push your way through a 5K route of your choice during Emergency Nurses Week. Then upload your results to ena.org forward slash enweek5k. Check this out the first 1,000 participants to cross the virtual finish line get an awesome swag bag. Everyone is welcome to this event, not solely emergency nurses. And to ramp up the excitement, they will be awarding prizes to top finishers in each category. So keep your fitness goals on point this October and support a great cause while you're at it. Ready to join? Visit ENA.org forward slash 5K now. Hey, nurses. Welcome to the Nurse.Podcast Podcast, giving nurses validation, resources, and hope one episode at a time. Today, on nurse.podcast.
1: It is my vision to collaborate, especially with communities and organizations like nurse.com to help get the word out and help our nurses because the hospitals are not taking care of them. They see us tired. They know we need breaks. The organizations and the leaders, they're not giving us wellness benefits. So we have nurses in these situations, they need resources, they need support.
0: Joining us today, Georgina Villarreal, but you probably know her better as Nurse Georgie. Georgie is not only a nurse, but also a trailblazer in the startup scene with her newest venture, Healthcare Strong, a robust platform aimed at giving nurses the tools they need to achieve optimal health and wellness. I'm your host, Kara Lunsford, registered nurse and VP of community at nurse.com. Georgina Villarreal. (laughs) How
1: are Um, you? Where are you right now?
0: (laughs) I'm in North Carolina. I'm actually at the Hyatt house Um. in Morrisville because this is like my little home away from home. I've been here all week and then tomorrow I fly out to New Orleans. Yes. Yes. And because uh, I'm going to be speaking at the Nurse Power Brunch.
1: Yeah, yeah that's exciting. And you're going to be at Nurse Boss Summit, right? I am. I'm going to be speaking. And so are you. So she wants me to like do the opening on Saturday. and She's like, "George, I need you to bring your energy. I need you to get people to just like get excited and stretch. And I was like, don't worry. It'll be fun.
0: <laughs> well, you, that is what you do best, my love, is yeah. that you... <laughs> Have an enormous amount of energy. If I could bottle it, uh, I would sell it. Yeah. I would drink it, inject it, whatever I had to do. But you've got an enormous amount of energy because. You have like changed your life and the lives of others, I might add, including myself. You've empowered me with a lot of solutions to health and fitness and opened my eyes to the fact that it's doable. You don't have to be a gym rat. You don't have to do some crazy, crazy diets. It's like you really have made this something that is accessible to people who are very busy and don't find that they can make a lot of lifestyle changes sometimes. So, you know, for obviously I know you and lots of other people know you, but for those who do not know you, tell us a little bit about just who you are. You've been a nurse, you know, give us a little history and just like what you're working on right now.
1: I will. (laughs) So my name is Georgina Villarreal, also known as Nurse Georgie. I've been a nurse for already six and a half years. I didn't always want to be a nurse. I wanted to be a health educator. I was an athlete most of my life, gymnast, soccer, And I did help my health education degree in San Francisco. And I actually thrived in just all the workshops and working in the city and San Francisco. So multicultural, what happened was after doing so many like seminars, I got a little bored and I was like, how can this be more fun? How can I be more hands-on? Like I want to be in the field doing the actual work. So it was actually during my health education a bachelor's degree where I was like, I think I want to do nursing. And so that's how I found my entry level nursing program. And with nursing, I had this idea that I would, you know, not only save lives, but be able to make drastic change within my community, right? In the hospital. I imagined myself being like the director of all these educational programs, and that wasn't the case in the hospital. Uh, it was a business and I saw it as a business and I had a hard time finding my community there and making changes on the unit. I saw that a lot of nurses were burnt out, were struggling, were stressed and depressed. They were overweight, fatigue coming to work. And so including myself, inclu- after working as a nurse for so many years, I also got tired and the pandemic didn't help. And so from there is when I looked into health coaching. And I now use my health education background with my nurse background to make educational, easy educational meal plans, fitness plans, wellness plans uh, for my nurses. They are specifically for nurses, but also for other healthcare workers. And I love it. It's so amazing. I mean, I've known you, oh
0: my God, now how many years has it been? I don't, five, six, I don't know. You were mm-hmm. kind of a new nurse. You were a newer nurse when I tracked you down, when I stalked you, really. Let's just call it what it is.
1: <laughs> I tell the story all the time. <laughs> that I, was, I was speaking at a Nurse Mo event in LA. And I remember at that event, it was one of my first speaking engagements. And I froze on stage during one of the questions. And Nurse Mo like held my hand. She's like, you got this. And then after we had the workshop and you were asking all the questions and you recruited me for this amazing startup called Holly Blue. And I look back at it now and I was like, I froze on stage and Kara still wanted me. (laughs) I did. I,
0: I was like, you just bring
1: such an infectious
0: amount of joy and passion and charisma and... People just wanna be a part of whatever you're doing. I think for me, it was a no brainer being somebody who was a founder, had a vision, but also knew that it was gonna take a team of people who were very good at what they individually did. And, you know, you were an influencer. I mean, in the best way, in all the best ways of using the word influencer, you were a creator. You were someone that just really got people excited about their jobs. You make people laugh. You're an incredible content creator. I've never, I don't know how to make a reel to save my life or a TikTok for that matter, but you always seem to make it look just effortless. And I know it probably isn't, but you just make it look that way. But I think that that's that's your superpower in a way. So I was really excited to have you join me on this podcast because we are specifically wanting to talk about health and fitness. You know, the ENA is having their marathon Their I think it's a 5K. It's the, mm-hmm. the ENA 5K. And they were really excited that I was going to be talking to you about health and fitness and all the things because they were like, oh, that's the perfect episode for us to also be able to talk about inviting people out to join in their 5K.
1: It's good for your health. You know, I've been sitting on this for a while because I've coached over the last year and a half, almost a hundred nurses and healthcare workers, and I can't do it alone. I need a lot more Georgies going around doing online nurse health coaching. Nurses are the perfect online health coaches, but we have to do the work ourselves first. I cannot tell people to drink more water get more sleep, eat healthy, and get their workouts in if I'm not doing the work myself and seeing the benefits. I think that's how Healthcare Strong blew up because I was sharing my journey. The nurses were seeing my transformation. They were living it with me and I was doing the work. I was doing the workouts and I was showing my meal preps and I was actually sleeping for once. And so it is my vision to collaborate, especially with communities and organizations like nurse.com to help get the word out and help our nurses because the hospitals are not taking care of them. They see us tired. They know we need breaks. The organizations and the leaders, they're not giving us wellness benefits. It's insane. I've asked so many nurses, does your organization or does your hospital offer any wellness resources? No, or I have no idea. Travel nurses as well. You know, they're doing these assignments. They're doing crazy shifts. They're highly stressed. They don't have their gym access. I had one travel nurse. Well, I have one travel nurse right now who her Airbnb host is not giving her kitchen access. So she only has a little mini fridge in her room and an air fryer microwave. She can't use the kitchen. She can't use the stove. How is someone like that supposed to be healthy over the next three or four months? So we have nurses in these situations, they need resources, they need support. And so it's truly my mission to collab over compete so that we can help more healthcare workers. And I see a vision already with healthcare strong and creating more online nurse health coaches. And you're starting to see this pop up on Instagram now where people are online fitness coaches, but a lot of them, this is all healthcare strong was founded because I had many healthcare coaches or health online health coaches, but they were in bodybuilding telling me to eat six times a day telling me to work out three hours, five days. We can't tell a nurse to eat six times a day. They barely have time to pee and drink water. We know this. And so that's truly what Healthcare Strong is about, is about customized, personalized plans that work for healthcare workers, nurses, and people that have 12-hour shifts and very
0: busy lives. Yeah, and I think that that's exactly why you hit the nail on the head. It's not a one-size-fits-all. Mm-mm. Each person has a little bit of a challenge. You know, maybe they have someone at home who cooks and mm-hmm. that makes it a little easier for them so they can do some meal planning. But maybe they don't. Maybe they're a single mom who's working in healthcare, working these long hours and then having to come home and prepare meals. You know, it's like We have to meet people where they are. And that's what you're doing by creating these very customized plans, really encouraging people to invest in themselves, Mm -hmm. invest in their health, because we we invest in all kinds of things. We buy a house. That's an investment. We invest in
1: our education. These are things we even we invest in our children. We put ourselves in debt in our education. I have $130,000 in student debt that I invested in my education, you know? And so it, it mind bottles me that we can't say I'm going to invest, you know, even my clients pay anywhere from four to 1200 a month, depending on what they need, but that they wouldn't be willing to invest in their health to optimize their performance, optimize their energy, increase their dopamine. You know, make them feel better, increase longevity, their lifespan, decrease burnout, all the things that are just going to help us in our relationships, in our job, in our career. I'm going to get like philosophical here with you. Why do you think people
0: in general, nurses are, we're pretty bad about this, but venture to say people in general are not always great about investing in their health to Mm -hmm. change their dietary habits, to exercise more.
1: Why do you think that is? My coach told me this, but cost is only an issue in the absence of value. And isn't it scary to think that like nurses don't value their health or themselves first? We're so used to giving to everyone else. Everyone else. I need to take care of my family first. I need to take care of my patients first. I need to make sure my boss at work, everything's good. Everything's good everywhere else. And they're just leaving themselves for last. And it pains me to say, that we just are putting ourselves last and we don't find value in investing in ourselves. A lot of women that I talk to say, I need to ask my partner if I can invest in this, you know? And for me as a woman, I'm like, you make your own money. You spend your money where you want and feel the need, you know? And so that's something that I'm trying to really show the value and ask the hard questions for people on What's important to you? You know, how important is your health to you? And what happens if these things don't change? Because a lot of people do reach out to me and they that's what they want. They want change. They feel that by getting healthier, X, Y, Z will happen. And so I truly feel that some people were, were just putting it on the back burner when it should actually be number one. Our, our health should be our number one priority. If
0: somebody had to pick one thing that they could do let's say they could only pick one thing that they could do every day that would make a huge impact or at least like a a measurable impact Mm -hmm. in their life it's just one thing what would you say
1: i would have them do an audit on how much protein they're eating there's so many nurses that are under eating protein i do nutrition audits with all my clients i have them do an audit with me for five days. And in all of their diets, it's, you know, and generally you want your diet to be like 40% carbs, 30% protein, 30% fat protein is like 10%, 15% carbs are 60% or fat is 60% of their diet. And a lot of people don't know that all of this food, the, the increase in carbs and the increase in fat is just aiding to the fatigue or the weight gain. And they're not getting enough protein, which is going to keep us lean, which is going to keep us feeling full longer, which is going to actually help burn fat when we start eating enough of it. So protein, I would say, is one of the things that everyone can do now is one, increase their protein in their diet. And there is a formula for this because I know nurses love formulas, but you put your weight into kilograms and then you multiply that by 0.8. And so Uh-oh. that's the amount of grams that you should be having as far as protein. Wow. See, this is the stuff is that people
0: need small bite-size digestible things that they can do. And that's a great example of just like one thing. If you gave away a free thing on this podcast episode, you gave away one free thing, okay? Because what I'm hoping that people will get from that one free thing is that, wow, I did this. And within two weeks, or maybe even a week, how how quickly do you think somebody actually feels some kind of change once they start adding more protein to their diet?
1: I would say within the first week, you're going to start feeling the difference. It's an overall approach though, right? Because just imagine your diet is 40% protein, you're getting all the protein in but you're sleeping five hours a day, you're chugging bang energy drinks, your calorie consumption is maybe twice as much as what it would be. You're highly stressed because life, all of those things are going to cause weight gain or not help you reach your goals either. So that's why it's it's an all-around approach.
0: There, NurseDot listeners, before we dive back in, let me tell you about an extraordinary event that you can be part of, the Emergency Nurses Week 5K, a virtual event bringing us together to celebrate and support the work of emergency nurses worldwide. Mark your calendars from October 8th to 14th and virtually walk, run, or even push a 5K anytime during that week. All proceeds will benefit the ENA Foundation, supporting continuing education, research, and professional development. To participate, simply visit ena.org forward slash enweek5k and sign up.
1: You said something like the one free thing, and I think this is what I had an epiphany of recently, is I want all the education to be free. Like as a health educator, I just want, and this is why I love where you nurse.com because you guys have such a huge community. I want all the nurses to know all the things, how to calculate your macros, why they're important, how much protein should you have? What's the formula for water? How much sleep uh, should you be having? How to optimize your schedule, how to have like a circadian rhythm that actually works for your body and your lifestyle. And so what I'm, now figuring out is all of this education should be free. I should be sharing it always, but the application is what people can come to me for because we all have different body types. We all have different body chemistries. We all have different lifestyles. We all have different goals. And so the application is actually what you need a coach for, but the knowledge is out there. And as a nurse, I want to be able to share that knowledge. And I want people to know these things. Like these are things that we can all be applying now. And honestly, it will save jobs and save nurse lives because we all know that nurses are leaving the field. But why? Because they feel burnt out, because they feel that they're not taken care of. And they feel like they can't keep living in that high stress, resentful feeling, right? I remember feeling like that, that at work. Like I was mad. I was mad at my manager because they didn't listen or they never approved my time off. I was mad at my coworkers because they were always so negative. No one wanted to be at work. Um, I was mad at upper management because I was always left with too many patients and it was always understaffed. And I was always in like flight or flight. And then I was just thinking about my health. I was like, this isn't good for my mental health, you know? And that's how yep. I feel like a lot of people leave. And it's funny because I'm seeing nurses that are, I see ER n- nurses going into like aesthetics, you know? And it's because why? Aesthetics is a nice stress. Like there there's a less stress in the in that job, and could get to make your own schedule and make your own personal brand and hang out with women all day. So it's interesting. Who doesn't <laughs> want to do that? Well, I, I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be injecting people's faces all day. Um, no, no, yeah. I, I I don't <laughs> either. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't either. i It's definitely not my cup of tea, but I'm glad other people like doing it. So, I mean, I think what you said is really important that making that information available is really, well, it's a very nurse thing to do, first of all, wanting to make that health education available. I also think that you should probably write a book that is available on Audible and and any other format so that...
1: I'm praying that ChatGPT is going to help me write this, but... The seven habits to healthcare strong are in the works. <laughs> Let's see if there I, can you remember, know. I can remember them right now because I just wrote these down in the last month. But after coaching so many clients, I've realized that there's seven habits that you really need to live strong mentally, physically, emotionally. The first one started for me and a lot of my clients with growth mindset, having that vision and clarity on what you want, knowing that the path is not linear, your weight, your goals, your progress will go up and down, but believing that you're going to succeed and you will. So the growth mindset was a habit. Number one, number two was eat smart. So learning what superfoods work with your body type There is a gut intelligence test that I give all my clients now. I I didn't used to do this, but I do this now. And so that stool test that comes back and all the nurses can do a stool test. So they get a stool test, they send it to the lab and the report is a very thorough report and it comes back with the food that your body best absorbs with and foods that your body might have sensitivities to or allergies to. And now we can start eating smart because now if we are allergic or have sensitivities to gluten and we don't know about it and we're eating gluten every morning, guess what? We're causing gut inflammation. So really focusing on the gut microbiome is something that I've changed and has helped my clients drastically and including myself because a lot of us have gut inflammation and bloating. And then the third habit was meal planning. Meal planning is such a game changer. If you don't want to cook every single day, you don't have to. One of the things that I've helped my travel nurses do that's changed their lives is getting an automated meal prep service delivered and having it just every two weeks, it's getting delivered. So some of my nurses get food deliveries once a week or once every other week, and they don't cook any of their lunches. Ever. Lunch is handled by the meal prep company. There's local meal prep companies and there's national meal prep companies. And so that's something that's helped so, so much. And then the fourth habit is obviously moving more. Anything. You don't have to be a gym rat. You can do stretching and mobility. You can do functional patterns. You can do What's a functional pattern? Explain that. Explain what that is. Functional patterns is not using weights and using your body, moving our arms and moving our legs, and almost like the lunges. You know, we're using your own body weights to strengthen yourself. And so, have you ever seen those guys with a weight? and they're kind of at the beach and they're like holding this weight and they're moving in this like crazy way. And you're just like, how do they, wow, they're so ripped. How do they do that? Like that's functional patterns. Those people that are using weights to kind of open up their range of motion. That's cool. So there's so many different things. You just have to find what works for you. Some people like yoga, you know, some people like swimming. So moving more is the fourth habit And then the fifth habit that I have is supplements and minerals. So finding the different supplements and minerals that you can add to your diet. I feel like a lot of us are deficient in supplements and minerals. A lot of us could have a lot more magnesium um, that would help us sleep and help us with recovery you know, different multivitamins and and fish oils and and D3s and even adaptogens and things to have instead of all these energy drinks. Because I feel like so many of our nurses are just caffeinated all day long. So finding where we can give them like natural energy again. There's just so many things. I love that you said that because that's been something that I've been wanting to put out there is all of these different habits that people can really start with now.
0: And I think that that's what you, you know, and I'm going to tie it back really quickly to what you said earlier about people want to pay for something of value, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's a tangible thing. Sometimes it's a book, you know, it's just like this little guide that they feel like they can carry around with them or that they can thumb through or they can easily feel like, okay, you know what, today I'm going to focus on Number two, this week, I'm really, really going to focus on the whole meal planning thing. That's where I'm going to put my focus. Because sometimes it's hard to focus on all seven.
1: It's tough sometimes. It's overwhelming. You, have to... you have to do it step by step. So right now I'm building the MVP for the Healthcare Strong app. And that's actually the section that I'm on right now. We're calling it the beginner's guide to Healthcare Strong. So that when someone onboards in the app, They don't get overwhelmed by all these tabs, right? Because there's a fitness tab, a nutrition tab, a wellness tab. And so the beginner's guide was actually week one. Let's start with, you know, something really simple. Like what can you do to get a little bit more movement in this week? What one healthy meal can you eat? Let's start small and then we work our way. We have to remember,
0: you probably remember this time that I went through a couple of years ago when my wife and I separated for a whole year. And at the beginning of all that, I was in fight or flight. I was just you know, barely picking up the pieces of my life, trying to keep a business running, trying to make sure I was taking care of my son, trying to keep a roof over my head, dealing with a pandemic, Mm -hmm. all the things. So I had to start with, and when I say the basics, I mean, the basics. I was like, did you water yourself today, Kara? And that's how I treated it. That's like how I treated myself. I was like, I treated myself like a houseplant. And I was like, did, did you just like give yourself some water today? Did you put food in your mouth? Did you actually eat? Did you do some form of, and I'll use exercise, I'll use air quotes to say exercising, because the very first thing that I, I did was a plank. That was the first form of exercise and self-care that I did for myself to pull me out of what felt like I was just in the lowest, lowest place of my life. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: so I was like, just baby steps, literally baby steps. And I did a plank and I was like, just, just hold yourself up, girl. Just that. That's it. That's all you got to do. Just hold yourself up do a little child's pose after that, you know, a a little place of receiving and letting go, letting go and receiving. And that was it. And I think I did that for a solid few weeks and that was it. That was all I had in me to do. Yeah. But then I ordered from Home Chef and that was like the next thing I did. (laughs) I was like, all right, we gotta go beyond just a little bit of food and water and a plank every day. Let's, Move it up a notch. Let's move the needle.
1: Mm-hmm. And so I did.
0: And I ordered from Home Chef because you know I'm a terrible cook, so I needed somebody to send me the food to cook uh, and a recipe. <laughs> but that worked out. But I think like what you're saying is that you know you start out with just the, the, sometimes the just one the, thing, the one thing. Like what's that one little thing you could do this week, today?
1: Yeah. And you made me, when you said plank, so right now I'm doing the nurse plank challenge on Instagram and it's, you have to do one minute of a plank for 30 days straight. But you just gave me so much meaning behind it. You can plank away your pain. People do fitness for different reasons, okay? Some people punish themselves for what they eat and they feel they have to work out. Some people are trying to get themselves out of a funk so they work out. For me, I need it to feel sane. I work out to let out all my energy and all my stress and just feel sane. Some people need need to work out. Some people despise working out, but there's meaning I feel like behind every and everyone's intention and meaning is different. And so that would be so cool with the Nurse Plank Challenge is to talk about and share like what you're moving through, right? Because, oh, fitness and a workout can mean so many things. And you hear it all the time, like fitness changed my life. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's the stories that I love, like the why behind why. Is it because it gave you structure? Is it because it gave you a purpose? Is it because it helped you with a mental or physical transformation or it helped move you through a really painful, hard time in your life? I think for me, like with planks, if you think
0: metaphorically about it, I'm holding myself up. I am The only one, meaning I don't need anybody else. I just need me and my own strength, something to push against. I interviewed somebody not too long ago who said, you know, the reason he works out and the reason he does like weight training is that for like once a week, he needs to push against something that's pushing back at him. Mm. And I thought, well, what a profound statement. Yeah. Yeah. And the strength mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually that comes with that. Mm-hmm. And how a plank, you know, is that right? You're you're pushing against gravity. You're, you're like grounded. grounded. There's symbolism there. You can do it anywhere. Yeah. There's literally, you know, any place you go, you can do a plank.
1: It's not easy. I tremble. Like it looks like I'm having a seizure when I'm planking sometimes. And what I love about it is if you do it consistently, you'll get better and better and better. You might start off doing a plank for 20 seconds. And then, you know, at the end of my bodybuilding prep, I was able to do it for minutes. And so that's beautiful to see your progress of having that consistency. Yep. And how much stronger as a person you are. And you get to walk
0: around in the world knowing that you don't really need anyone other than you. You don't need anything else or anyone else other than you. And I think that is the power of something like, you know, a plank. And maybe that's why I gravitated to it almost in in an intuitive way. There was no, I didn't have any reasoning. There was no one telling me to do it. It's just like, I have to do this Mm. because this is the only way through. Yep, And so I love that you're doing the plank challenge. I didn't even know because I'm never on social because I'm not great when it comes to the social.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're only on day five out of 30,
0: but... Okay, so I've only missed five days. Well, that's not too bad, you know? At least you're not on day like 25. That could be worse. (laughs) I can do the other 25 days. Perfect. I'm definitely down. I wanted to go back really quickly and tell you that if anyone's interested in the ENA 5K, and if you in some way want to be part of this, that it is October 7th through the 14th. And so people can do their 5K anywhere, apparently.
1: Anywhere. Okay, perfect. That was another question.
0: So from what I understand, it's like a virtual thing. And you you know, you know, raise money
1: for the ENA and you go and you can do your 5K anywhere. I will run a 5K. I can run... Six miles before my knees start, my meniscus starts irritating me.
0: No, I'm not a runner. So like, I'm
1: not a runner. I definitely would have to walk
0: it or bike. Can you, biking, can you yeah. bike? Can you bike? You can bike a 5K, right? Yes. I mean, or does it mean you have to run it or walk it?
1: <laughs> I would say
0: you can bike. Just goes to show you how little I know about 5Ks. <laughs> it's the, you've the, got triathlons though. But I swam. <laughs> I only did the swimming leg of the triathlon. I let everybody else do like the bike and then the run. But yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta play to
1: your strengths. Another thing, I was watching a video of Kayla. She's a founder of an app called Sweat. And it's really a movement of of moms and women who use an app. It's a fitness app that has fitness and nutrition and well-being. Huge inspiration. For Healthcare Strong as well. But she was having huge events. That's how she grew the app. She was having huge fitness events, and thousands of women would come almost, it looked like concerts that she would be having, but they were fitness events. And I was like, this would be so cool to have fitness events like this that nurses are at. And all the nurses are like doing jumping jacks and getting a workout and learning about nutrition and learning about how they can take better like self-care and almost like a well being event, kind of like the one we did for nurses week where there's IV hydration and this is how to do, this is what a sound bath is. You know, I didn't even know what sound bath and Reiki was until honestly last year and breath work. I did breath work for the first time a year ago and I've never felt euphoria like that. I did the, the Wim Hof. It was for like 20 minutes, but put me in this, like, you know, like over and over again. And I kid you not, we have the ability to manipulate our state at any point, but you have to know these different modalities. You have to know about working out. You have to know about breath work. You have to, and it takes a while to put yourself in there, especially If you have ADD like me and you're thinking about what's for lunch, what you have to do later, but you can do it. Everyone can do it. You just have to learn. And so that's why I absolutely love all of these different wellness modalities. And because if I'm 30 or onto something, yes, if I'm 30 and I barely heard about breath work and all of these other things, what about everyone else? You know, I, I take for granted the things that I do know now that I have learned in the last year and a half, because when I'm on calls with people, I forget that a lot of people don't know the first thing about picking up a weight or how to cook. There are, I see, I tell this all the time. I have ICU nurses who literally save lives that don't know how to cook eggs or make oatmeal. They are just like, I never learned Georgie. (laughs) Like I burn my eggs and I burn my oatmeal every time. And it's just literally sometimes the basics. That I mm-hmm. can
0: just and I really think you're on to something with the whole event because, and I'm going to go back to value because sometimes you have to create that value, you have to create that community, you have to create that environment for people so that they have a jumping off place. Like sometimes they have to go and be with other people yeah. and do that so that they can take all those tools and those learnings and the modalities and all that stuff, but they took the time to step away, Mm -hmm. which is an act of self-love and self-care, right? To step away from their life, and immerse themselves in a different type of environment so that they can truly like understand and feel and appreciate. I know that that's how it was for me when I went to Esalon. Have you ever heard of Esalon? Mm -mm. Esalon is like this beautiful, beautiful place like up in Big Sur and Mm -hmm. they have workshops and they feed you these meals three times a day and they're all super healthy and there's yoga and there's meditation and there is just all these different types of workshops you can take and learn. And they have these hot springs that look like you're in some Roman, you know, on the cliffs of Big Sur. It's, I mean, unbelievable. And you can go there for two days, a weekend or a week if you want. And I think the reason why people go is because you don't have any cell reception. It's Really, kind of crap. They only have Wi Fi for like a little period of time where people can connect to Wi Fi and then it's off. And so people are just disconnected and they have nothing to do except for connect with other people, learn, grow, and just live in this environment. And then they can take a piece of that with them when they leave. So I just think because you are a queen when it comes to events, party planning, you know, just doing that kind of stuff that I see you and nurse.com, you know, being able to create something like a
1: really awesome retreat. A hundred percent. And it's unfortunate that our culture, because we know a lot of hosp- nurses mostly work in hospitals. Obviously, there's a lot of other places that they can work, but majority work in hospitals still. There's no culture of wellness like that in the hospital, right? I've worked at maybe 15 hospitals and with travel nursing and there was one hospital and mind you, it was in Compton, which is so funny in California that had an actual wellness room, where there was massage chairs and there was music. Um, and there was essential oils. There was headphones in there. There were affirmations on the wall. And I was like, imagine if every hospital put a small budget aside for this room that nurses could go to on their lunch break to just step out of the chaos and the trauma that happens in the hospital. Yeah, I think that's where we take a stand and we say that, you know, just like there's annual conferences and annual meetups, there's annual wellness events that nurses, where nurses feel safe and where nurses- Maybe where they get CEUs, maybe they can get
0: CEUs at those conferences. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. (laughs) (laughs)
1: for sure. I need to, I need to get a, you know, if they were able to make a curriculum off Beyonce, I think we can get CEUs for some health and wellness uh, events or seminars.
0: We'll call them the Queen Bee (laughs) CEUs. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be awesome? Well, I'm just really excited for everyone to learn a little bit more about what you're doing with Healthcare Strong. I know you and I know your tenacity. I can only imagine where you're going to be in five years. I just feel like, oh God, I remember when (laughs) back in the day.
1: (laughs) You will be there along the way, Kara. I actually want to take this opportunity to thank you for giving me my first chance at working with a startup and believing in me because it really takes that first person to believe in you and and see your vision. And I was a very young nurse, but I had this huge vision and you gave me that, only platform, but I grew so much in that gear that I was working with you in Holly Blue. And I learned so much about marketing and working with a, a dev team and, and being a, a lady boss and growing a community during the pandemic. We grew that app to almost 20,000 users. I don't know how, but nurses were needing a platform and a community. And we couldn't have done that without our fear, fearless leader, which is you. So I oh, do want to... <laughs> You're like is that me?
0: <laughs> it seems like a blur sometimes.
1: Nurses well. inspire nurses. You inspired me through your story, and you know I had only hoped that my story had inspired other people, and and that's what it's all about. Share our stories and help another nurse along the way. Well
0: said, my friend. Well said. Well, I love you. I am deeply grateful for your time that you spent with me, and. For anyone that is looking for you, where do they find you? Where did they
1: find you? You can Nurse find Georgie? Me at nurse.georgie or at wearehealthcarestrong on Instagram. Perfect. Well,
0: don't forget to follow her, check it out, do a plank or Please 25 that, yeah. 30 day plank challenge. 25 more. You have 25 more opportunities to do planks. <laughs>
1: It's really fun. I, I'm seeing some nurses get their family members involved and it's hilarious seeing there are two-year-olds that can do the plank. It is insane. It's so, it's so cute and so fun. So,
0: well, they don't have much weight to hold up. Just their whole diapers. <laughs> Just their full diapers. All right, love. I'm going to have everybody check you out. We're going to put Links on the podcast landing page so that people can go to nurse.com forward slash podcast and they'll be able to check it out and find all your links and all your bio and everything about you. And uh, until next time, my love.
1: Until next time, love you. Thank you, nurse.com. Bye. (laughs) Adios.
0: If you are a nurse who enjoyed this episode and you have an idea for future episodes, you can connect with me by downloading the Nurse.com app. Nurse. Dot is a Nurse.com original podcast series. Production, music, and sound editing by Don Lunsford. Production coordination by Rhea Wade. Additional editing by John Wells. Thank you to all the listeners for tuning in to the Podcast. Until next time, keep spreading the love and the care.